0: Streaming on Paramount+. You're ready, Bob. Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig you Bob Marley, one love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. <laughs> Good morning. It is Tuesday, August 31st. You're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. I had to look real quick to see if August has 30 days or 31. It's 31. I should have known that. Excited about today's episode, bringing in Blake Brockermeyer, College Football Analyst for 24-7 Sports, former Texas All-American NFL first-round draft pick we're talking breakout players. 15 guys are on his list from from last week over on 247sports.com. I asked him to narrow it down to five and all five are in key games this weekend, pivotal spots in the weekend's biggest game. So I think you'll like that as as we gear up. We were going to do today's episode to talk about a little depth chart observations. Yeah, that fell through. And, and we're instead, we're going to do that on Wednesday's episode, uh, hopefully with Steve Woltfong, so I'm putting you on the hook right now, Steve, uh, to be available today. I, I think he will be, and, and so we'll dive into all the depth chart madness on Wednesday's episode, but a few brief notes there. I mean, you probably saw it. Tennessee named Joe Milton the starting quarterback. He's a transfer from Michigan. He beat out Virginia Tech transfer Hinton Hooker and Harrison Bailey for that job. Texas announced Hudson Card as their quarterback one. We already knew that. Chip Brown of Horns 24-7 has been all over that. The expectation is that Casey Thompson will play play a little bit week one against Louisiana I don't know I feel like he's going to transfer but let's just see what happens Sunday night's big game Florida State versus Notre Dame who's going to be Florida State's quarterback right now it's McKenzie Milton or Jordan Travis if you're wondering why McKenzie Milton has not run away with that job yet it's few things going on there. Um, Is that foot all right? Did he get to practice enough this fall? I thought Brennan Sinone of Knowles 24-7 touched on it all perfectly last week in a podcast episode about the Seminoles. Uh, Just check us out in your feed and find that episode to learn more about that. Elsewhere in college football, Hurricane Ida, geez, path of destruction through through Louisiana uh, and New Orleans. It has forced the movement of Tulane, Oklahoma to Norman, Oklahoma. It was supposed to be in, in New Orleans. It's not going to be. It's going to be a Norman if they do play. Meanwhile, of course, LSU is... In Houston, where they evacuated too. So, a lot of college football games this weekend that have been affected by Hurricane Ida. So, just a really horrible situation. And uh, I know our, our Go 24 7 guys are safe. Uh, I know uh, others weren't as fortunate. So, hearts go out to them. And, and hopefully, you know, we can get everything back on track down there soon enough. Anyway, we'll talk about depth charts tomorrow. We'll talk with Blake Brockermeyer right now about breakout stars of the 2021 season. Okay, Blake Brockermeyer joins us. Right now, to talk about a very popular piece he published last week on 24-7 Sports, Leap Year, 15 players making the jump in 2021. Blake, I asked you to identify about five of these guys from that 15 who we would all watch this weekend on a national stage. I'm excited to talk about these names. I think we should start with the guy on Thursday night. Minnesota defensive end Boye Mafe. I feel like the only chance the Gophers have is if they don't let CJ Stroud have enough time to connect with those incredible wide receivers.
1: You know, Minnesota, you know, draws a tough opening game for sure. Mafe is a is an excellent edge rusher. He's going to be going against one of the better offensive lines in the country. So this will be a great test for him. It'll be a chance for him to show the nation what he's about. Uh, last year against, I believe it was Michigan, he had a nice game on a national stage. So it, it'll be a tough test, but hey, if, if, if you're that guy and you want to go try to make some money, you got to do it against the best. And so they open up with the best team uh, in the Big Ten and and uh, Mafe will have a chance to to, to shine, if, if especially if they can somehow keep the game close.
0: You were an offensive lineman for a very long time. This is a guy, 81-inch wingspan, Say he's twitchy. He's got power. He's got some combinations. Four and a half sacks last year in a really shortened season. Like what? What about him would concern you the most?
1: Well, I mean, he's a twitchy guy. He's got long arms, which is always a problem. You know, he he's got a good get off, and he's an explosive, dynamic guy. So those guys are always a problem. You know, if he were just an edge guy that didn't have a power move or a long arm move that would concern me a lot less but you know once when you've got speed and power that's a problem and so Ohio State's tackles will have to stay square get to their spot and uh, you know do their best to keep him out of the backfield I mean whether they err on you know sliding his way more or not, who knows but I mean he's definitely a guy that that can cause some problems for Ohio state. So I I would think that they would want to take that away, but I also would like to see him how he plays the run. I mean, I think, you know, if you're going to play in the league, you can't just rush the passer the whole game. You got to be able to stop the run too and set the edge. So, you know, we'll, we'll find out, you know, right off the bat, you know, whether he's that guy or not.
0: One of the best tight ends in the ACC you, you say he might be the best if he's healthy is Miami's Will Mallory. I think diehards would know the name. I don't think the casual college football fan would ha- have any idea. He played behind Brevin Jordan uh, for the last few years, but super talented guy. He, he can produce. I think he's an NFL guy. You do too. They play against Alabama. Might be the best defense in the SEC in all of college football. You you kind of feel like De'Ar King's going to have to find Will Mallory a time or two again. This This is a guy he's like... On your list, you have a few players who are known commodities who are you, you are predicting to jump to near superstardom. Why is Mallory one of those types of guys for you?
1: Well, he's, he's a tight end in a system that's, Going to get used. I mean, Rhett Lashley likes likes tight ends. He'll use multiple tight ends. He's got a big target, a large catch radius. He's got good hands. He'll be a nice complement to what they do running the football and taking some shots on the outside with, with Rambo. And so I think... You know, he's got a chance to I mean, I, I don't think he's going to catch 80 footballs this year, but he's averaged about 20 catches uh, the last two seasons. He's been injured a little bit. He's he also hadn't been, you know, the man there been behind Jordan. So I think, you know, he, he, he's he got a chance to if he can stay healthy to to really make a name for himself. And, and I think we'll see him playing on Sundays. Uh, it's just a matter of him really just staying healthy. It's interesting
0: on of the 15 guys you singled out, three of them are tight ends and two of them are going to be in that game, Miami versus Alabama. The other one is Alabama's Cameron Laytu, who's tied in one right now with Jaleel Billingsley sort of in the doghouse. So maybe we'll see a good game from Cameron Laytu. Oh, Over in Charlotte, Clemson's going to be playing Georgia. And as you, as you, Clemson wide receiver. I loved what you called him, DK Metcalf. Like he's 6'3", 225. two twenty five. Clemson's got plenty of wide receivers, but with Justin Ross's health, we still we still haven't seen him, you know, take a live hit since twenty nineteen. You've got Joseph and God nursing an injury. Frank Ladson's got some drops issues still. This guy could have to be a big part of their offense.
1: Yeah, let's let's hope uh, Ajou doesn't take a hit like Florida tied in took last year against Georgia. But he's 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 got a great frame. He's got a lot of tools. He's he's a Canadian born guy. So I think last year he kind of got his feet wet and and Clemson's system, Clemson will have a, a a great offense. Now, George's defense, let's not fool ourselves. These these are some grown men on their defense now, so it's not going to be e- easy pickings. I'm not sure this is the game where he comes out and, and just goes crazy. I mean, he's not even technically a starter for him, but he will play, I think, in, in, in spots this year. And I think, you know, he's a guy that I think is going to eventually end up being a, a big time playmaker for Clemson. So this
0: is like a futures bet for you. You could see like, you know, a catch or two here and, and get more comfortable because to your point, he's he's from Canada. Like he hasn't been playing football forever. And I know last year, Davos when was just talking about how talented he is, but but how raw he is. But I get I get what you're saying. Like he'll do a few things this year but they they've also got EJ Williams too but then he could be like the next guy for them i see what,
1: i, I see think what i think he'll do more than a few things i think you know they'll situationally play him they'll put him in the red zone they'll have a chance to go up and catch uh, catch some contested balls some 50-50 balls i mean clemson's got a great offense and i think they'll wean him in i think he'll be a part of their rotation at wide receiver you know i don't think he's going to be the the superstar uh player for him this year he might be but i think he he's definitely going to be a guy that's going to play this year and i think he's gonna he's got a tremendous future and a, and a great offense and clemson's not going away anytime soon so i think he'll be a guy that uh you know that, that the nation needs to know about
0: lsu probably watched a little of oh they've watched it all now uh ucla versus Hawaii and. Quickly realize that to to beat the Bruins, you're gonna to have to stop them on the ground. Ali Gay, defensive lineman for LSU, six foot six, two hundred and fifty pounds, two sacks and nine and a half tackles for loss last year. You mentioned he also really got after the quarterback. He's someone who's on your breakout list. He's also in a key spot in a key game on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, Ali Gaze is, is a is a guy that I that stood out to me last year. He's a, a junior college guy. So last year was his first year. You know, two sacks doesn't do a whole lot for you. Uh, LSU had a had a unique circumstance last year. they had just an interesting team after uh, the year before, but uh, he had tons of pressures. I mean, 20 25-30 pressures, I believe. He's very disruptive. He had he had almost 10 TFLs he's a guy that in camp evidently was dominating at times so i think you know, this is the year to get paid for him. Uh, LSU is going to have an elite defensive line this year, one of the best in the country, I think. They've got depth, they've got you know, great players across their whole D line and their whole and their secondary. So I think he's a guy that that is is an interesting guy that's going to play, be in a better situation this year defensively than he was last year. So he'll have a tough test. UCLA look good, but LSU is not Hawaii. And uh, that's the big difference. Yeah, you're right. They, they're not. Uh,
0: jumping all the way to Monday night for the last guy, we're going to talk about big Labor Day showcase, Ole Miss versus Louisville. All right, so you're telling me that Ole Miss has a guy on defense to be paying attention to. It's not just Matt Corral. It's not just Jerry on Ely. Cedric Johnson, linebacker for them. Uh, three sacks, uh, three tackles for loss and, and three sacks in 2020. And, and to your point, Blake, like with a shortened season, weird season stats, especially defensively, don't really do all that much. But you're saying this is a guy to buy some stock in.
1: This is a guy that, that I've got my eye out on. He's a guy that's being coached by one of the best defensive line coaches in the country and Randall Joyner, who's an elite pass rush guy. He's got some, uh, some, some great traits. I know they're very excited about this guy. He uh, has got the size and get off to do some damage. So I think Ole Miss has some guys – They just couldn't stop the run last year, and they had so many opt-outs and COVIDs last year. Or not opt-outs, but guys that were traced and and COVID. So I think this is a guy to keep your eye out on for Ole Miss on the edge. He's an outside linebacker that'll come in and rush the passer. And I think uh, I could see him probably getting closer to the 10 sacks than three sacks this year so be interesting to keep an eye on him the defense has to do their part to rush the passer you have to you know earn that opportunity by stopping the run and so Ole Miss has to stop the run this year last year they were getting run through you know right up the gut so be curious to see how these guys do on defense but my guess is is they're going to be a lot better than they were last year are they going to be Clemson Alabama Georgia's level no no but their offense is also at a different level
0: too. Well, you mentioned the stopping the run. They've got a tough test. I mean, I'm not a huge Louisville fan or Louisville guy, but like they, 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 Scott Satterfield does drop some interesting some interesting stuff on the ground game. So that'll be that's the game within the game, right? To watch on, on Monday night. It's not just Ole Miss's offense versus Louisville and how many can they score on him? It's can that Ole Miss defense stop maybe the only uh, good part of Louisville's offense right now? Can't wait to watch Blake Brockermeyer. Thanks for joining us.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Appreciate you joining us today on the College Football Daily. Our producer is Lance Glenn. My name is Trey Scott. Talk to you on Wednesday. Talk to you tomorrow for the next edition of the College Football Daily.